Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly podcast made by gamers for gamers. We discuss retro gaming and issues that gamers care about. We also review indie games and popular titles. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Garrick, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Wait, do these idiots not know what anonymous means? Get good scrubs. I know what an amoeba is. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I'm your host, Mr. Crowley. Uh, I'm here every week uh, to tell you about games and and gaming news and things like that. And I'm joined every week uh, by uh, the Melba toast to my weird salad. Uh, it's it's Gary. Hold on, what's Melba Toast? How do you not know what Melba Toast is? Googling it, Melba Toast. How do you not know what Melba, Melba Toast? Toast? Very thin, crisp toast. They almost look like crackers. It is. It does look almost like a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. Okay. I, you could have just said thin croutons. It's not really. It's, it's not really a crouton though. It's toast. It's Melba Toast. Look, white bread. Uh, <laughs> lots of things. Hey, how did you find out my nickname from high school? Uh, we had lots of things going on this week, uh, none of which are very exciting or important, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, so uh, what have you been playing this week, Garrick? I have been playing everything that we're about to talk about, plus wait, something I'm about to wait, talk about. wait. Wait, before you talk about something you're not supposed to talk about, let's talk about the most important thing that has happened in the last 24 hours. Did you get divorced? No, not yet. okay. But (laughs) Nikki Bella is back on the market. That's right. John Cena and Nikki Bella have called it quits. The couple has revealed exclusively to apparently Us Weekly. Like, why would you come out in Us Weekly and say, yeah, we're if you remember, it was about a year ago uh, where John Cena proposed to Nikki Bella at WrestleMania in the middle of the ring, and she said yes. She I remember is, it well. Yeah, she has now said no. <laughs> so, uh, sucks to be John Cena, and because uh, he lost to the Undertaker. So you're saying I have a shot? <laughs> Dumb and dumber. And there's a chance. Nikki Bella back on the market. Let's go. Let's do this. Mm, yeah. All right. I, Sorry, that was just very important breaking news that I was forwarded right before the show aired uh, that I had to share with everybody. <laughs> so what? I, I, I apologize. What were you playing uh, this week? Uh, because I know next week you'll be playing How Do I Get In Touch With Nikki Bella. I think you'll be playing that. Oh, I, I hope. Next week I will be playing Yakuza 6 and God of War, <sighs> but I'll talk about that later. Perfect. Um, I have been playing Radical Heights. Yeah, what's this? Radical Heights. Is this another PUBG Fortnite knockoff? Yes, it is. Oh, From the maker of Unreeling Gears of War. Good God. We were supposed to play this, and you never logged in. No, do you know why I never logged in? Because you have a child? Because, so do it's, I. because it's a Fortnite PUBG knockoff. I mean, that's a good reason. Okay, as long as I had a good reason, I guess. In, in all fairness, this is, in my opinion, the, the best spin-off of this genre. So this is better. You're saying this is better than Fortnite, which isn't hard to do, I don't think. I uh, yeah, I like it better. Don't tell Fortnite. I'm not saying it is better. It's an early, early, early access. So wait But you, I, I you, like it better. Okay, but you said Fortnite was good when and that's an early, early access. It's just an early access and <laughs> I only like the Save the World mode, the campaign. What's I, I the do dif- not like the the Battle Royale mode of Fortnite. What's the difference between early access and early early access? This is very rough around the edges. Like you, you hop into the game and the map is barely populated. Like these are bare bone buildings that are up. There's no furniture inside. They're just empty rooms. There's no textures on them. They're just gray walls for most of them. Um, any of the kind of like shopping areas, um, yeah, like gas stations. Look, I and, know and that I'm old, and out. this is why I hate that. But why can't they just why can't they just have a, a a complete game for crying out loud? I think well in this case so this is made by Cliff Blazinski and who he Cl- <laughs> Cliff Blazinski most good gamers will know him we don't because we're bad gamers but he is apparently the creator of Unreal Gears of War he's he's a big name in the gaming 
development no, scene. He's a big name in the gaming development scene when it comes to what? Third person shooters? Yeah. Okay, well, this is, is this and a competitive third... shooters and yeah, shooters in general. Okay, but not in a battle royal PUBG kind of universe. No. So okay. his company's kind of kind of going under. They they made this game called Lawbreakers that came out just a few months ago and it is it is tanking hard. And it's it's very Overwatch like, and I think he was trying to capitalize on that kind of Overwatch crowd. Um, so now he's trying to break into the battle royale scene with this this take on the battle royale genre. I'm gonna tell you right now, like I spent when Gears of War first came out for the Xbox 360, I spent days in PvP. Days. It was so much fun just going around. And there were I can I there were many times where I was the last person on my team alive and all four because it was only four on four back in those days, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago, however long it's been now. I don't know. I'm old. Uh, And so it's four on four. And I just remember uh, there were many times where I was the last person on my team alive. And then I ended up and I told my team, I'm like, uh, I'm just going to chainsaw everybody in the face. And they're like, no, we want to win. And I'm like, I'm going to chainsaw everyone in the face. And I chainsawed everyone in the face and we won. There are many times that happened. And I like people were getting pissed at me because I was so good at that. But alas, Clippy B makes a fun game. It, but apparently not anymore. Not anymore. I, I think part of his problem with Lawbreakers was um, the, the marketing behind it. It was a little I've never heard little of lackluster. It. Never heard exactly. of it. Exactly. But you have heard of Radical Heights now that I'm talking about it, and everyone else is talking about it too because I've also heard of syphilis. I don't want to. I don't want that either. <laughs> I don't think you can compare this game to syphilis. I don't know, man. It's an it's <laughs> it's a PUBG Fortnite knockoff, and I didn't like PUBG or Fortnite, so I'm I mean, guessing maybe more like herpes because it's it's really catching on. I <laughs> it's spreading. I see what you did there. I see what you did there, and if I had been quicker on the draw or ready for your crappy comment, I would have played this. Get good scrubs. But I wasn't, so I didn't play it. <laughs> I'm, I'm liking it. I, the, the main gimmick in this one is you're you basically like running around and too? getting cash, and you're getting your guns via these vending machines scattered all around. Wait, so, where in yeah. what world do you get guns from vending machines? Because I want to live in that world. This is so. Talk I, about I really no like background checks. <laughs> it's it's all 80s inspired like all your characters are in these bright neon outfits they look like they're out of some kind of workout video um you're you're riding around are on jazzercise yeah perfect yes um but yeah it's, it's kind of set up almost like a um what was that thing catching fire hunger games uh it's almost set up like that it's, it's a kind of a game show and you're you're dropped off with a hundred people, and you're running around. Do you volunteer yourself as tribute before you go running around getting guns out of vending machines? I mean, yes. Somebody needs to talk about Congress about that vending machine. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I I think it's it's my favorite take on the the battle royale genre so far, and I'm I'm really excited to see how it progresses over the the course of the next year or so. Sure. Can you um, let me right know now, when it it's is, out it of early really early rough. access and in early access, and I might give it a yeah. shot. <laughs> Kind of loud. Game makers, stop doing this. Just stop. It's, I get, it's just the, the way things go, man. I get alpha testing. I understand alpha testing. That takes time and money. Oh. This this is free alpha testing. Free alpha testing. It's completely free to play, so nobody is at any hurt to try this game. And you can earn all the stuff, uh, all the outfits and cosmetic stuff in-game as well. It sounds Actually, like it would hurt me to play it physically. Like yeah. I would be like, oh, this game's awful. I can't play anymore. What doesn't hurt you to play? I don't know. Apparently you don't like anything. I might get syphilis from that game from what I just heard. Sounds awful. I don't want to play it. What have you been up to? Not playing that. Apparently. Uh, I've been, uh, so I started because, so I've been playing a couple things. All right. Along with everything we've been talking that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Uh, I've been playing NHL, but not with Jonesy this week because Jonesy is a very busy man. He's one of the co-hosts of the Cantina cast, does Cantina After Dark. I think he was on the an episode of The Basement uh, uh, this week or next week uh, recording that, which if you're a Ready Player One fan, check that out. Like, I don't, like, 
I'm not, so I don't care. But if you are, there you go. The basement. Uh, Albert from the Cantina cast doesn't. I, like I said, I think I think Jonesy was. Anyway, uh, there's your shameless plug for them. Uh, but I, I I couldn't play with him this week, so I just started my own like create your player, create a career, do a, like be a pro. So I started that. Mm. And that's fun. I love NHL 18. I think it's a great game, especially my because I'm not putting any well, money in it. One of my coworkers is a huge NHL fan and used to actually coach hockey. So we've been talking about that lately. I might actually pick up NHL and start playing with you. Dude, we need a third for our bad gamers uh, co-op league. Maybe maybe I'll hop in. Do it. Maybe if you play some some Radical Heights with me, I'll play some NHL with you. Can you promise I'm not going to get syphilis from it? No. Okay. Then I might try it. Uh (laughs) Uh, the other game that that I've been playing, uh, uh, this is going to surprise no one, is Far Cry Five, and I've been yeah. playing that with Mike from from the Cantina Cast. But we've been doing something very specific. Oh, we have not just been running around doing missions and causing. Well, we've been causing general mayhem around the uh, <laughs> county known as Hope in Montana in this fictional fictional area. Uh, we have been searching for the Squatch. Like we both had some some of that beef jerky uh and and we've been trying to lure the squatch out of hiding okay how's that going i don't think he's in the game yet but it's <laughs> fun as all get out just running around and causing general mayhem we get in mike's because i always just because my game's done which by mm-hmm. the way spoiler for all of you who have not finished this game yet there are three endings so the spoiler's coming because i'm going to give away one of it nuclear holocaust Spoiler alert. It is amazing. It's so cool. So uh, my, my game's done. Like, my story's done. It ended in nuclear holocaust. I'm stuck in a bunker uh, with the father, and I God only knows what he's going to do with me. It may be how I get syphilis. Um, God only knows what. Anyway, we, we get in. I always go in Mike's game, so I'm in his helicopter, the 1980s Miami Vice, neon green, ugly-looking thing. I don't know why he loves that, but he does. It makes me... Is that? I think that was a, a, either a pre-order bonus or as part of the season pass. I don't remember. But dude, nice. I don't know, right? And it's... Dude, it's the most god-awful-looking thing I've ever seen. It's gaudy. It is... It is 80s-tastic, and it makes me sad on the inside. But I'm digging the 80s theme lately. I just like jumping out of the helicopter and or plane without him knowing and then listening to him freak out. Because inevitably he freaks out. Did you just jump out of the plane? And he does it with that Rhode Island accent. Did you just jump out of the plane? And I'm like, that's a horrible Rhode Island accent. I'm not even going to try anymore because that was more like New Orleans or something. Yeah, I don't know know. what you did. I don't either. I'm just going to stop. But it's fun. I have a good time with Mike doing that. And so, you know, if if we find Squatch, if we're the first to find Squatch, we'll be, uh, we found footprints, found several footprints. I'm not going to tell anybody where because I don't want to give it away. We found all kinds of weird stuff in the game. Weird little areas that you're not really looking for unless you're just out exploring. We found a cave with some stuff in it. Really cool stuff. So, you know, spend some time in Far Cry 5 with friends is is fun. Fun times. Fun, cool. fun times. So that's what I've been doing. Nice. So let's let's I, you did let's talk about let's just go right into Garrick's gregarious games. Like or did you we already do that? I already went that that was I integrated it in, baby. Yeah, you did. All right. Well, here's Crowley. That was corner. it. Spoilers. Garrick's Gregarious Games. Right. I like games with <laughs> Radical Heights. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Crowley's Corner. You want to play a game, big boy? Let's start with the crappiest of the <laughs> bunch. Battlefront 2 is apparently coming out with some content finally. Uh, and for those of you who care, you get to play as an Ewok on Den- Endor going against uh, the Stormtroopers and nobody cares. Here's the thing. Like, this sounds like it might be a fun thing. So if when you die, if you're a stormtrooper and you die, you come back as an Ewok. And then eventually either the stormtroopers kill all the Ewoks or the Ewoks kill all the stormtroopers. And it that that sounds like, uh, who did that? Left for Dead? Yeah. One, one, some game had some mode with zombies in it that was basically that. Here's the thing. Like, this sounds fun, like I said, but it's too little too late for me. This should have been, this should have been released... Uh, January at the latest, and it's it's almost it's the middle of April. It's it's April fifteenth right now, and it's still not out. I think it's coming out this week or next week. I don't even know. And to be honest, I don't care. Apparently, there's also new stuff that they're coming out with that they're not telling anybody about. But the people who have played it are losing their minds over it. Well, didn't they also bring back the microtransactions finally? Yes, yes, they're bringing those back. Crystals are back. I don't even care. Yeah, <laughs> here's the thing, man. There are so many games on the market that if you are a triple A company pumping out a triple A game and you screw that up, 
you only get one shot because there are other games on the market that are going to grab people's attention. And I have no desire, none, to reinstall Battlefront 2 on, onto my PS4. I, I disagree don't. and use Rainbow Six Siege as an example. That game has only been growing and growing and growing year after year. They're up to 30 million registered players now. So is my syphilis. Uh, let's, 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 I, I don't disagree, I guess, but I kind of do. I just think in this fast food, and again, we can talk about how this is a, a problem with culture. In this fast food, we want it now. No patience, pop culture that we live in. Even I don't have time to, to go back to a game that, that failed me at the beginning. And maybe this might just be part of my, I'm kind of burned out on Star Wars. Like, blasphemy, I know, right? But The Last Jedi wasn't that great. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't not terrible. <laughs> and I put it that way. Is that the good way to put it? Like, I don't sure. want to complain about it. It's not, I don't think it was bad enough for me to be like, it's DC Universe and I don't understand why they can't get it right. But it's like, seriously, I don't understand they can't get it right. I really liked The Last Jedi, yeah, but only because I went with my best friend, Will, who is a just zealous uh, Star Wars fan. Like, he's read all the old EU novels. He is huge into the board games and card games and comic books and everything about it. And while we were watching it, he was explaining all the small little things that they're taking from the EU right. and, and that's, throwing it in. And that's great. But they, I look, I could get into a conversation about how I don't think they took enough from the EU, how I don't think they were creative enough on their own, and how I think Ryan Johnson is just an awful, awful person and should feel bad about himself and what he's created. But I won't. Instead, we'll, we'll, we'll transition into Battlefront 2's Janina Gavankar. So she had a little, I don't even know what. She was at the Games Beat Summit in Mill Valley, California. Uh, Never heard of it. Neither have I. So I don't know what it is, but she was there and she was talking about AAA games. And she was saying, basically, she threw the gauntlet down. In fact, that's what the uh, this 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 uh, article uh, from VentureBeat.com, Stephanie Chan. Uh, that's the she said. That's the 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 title of the article is Janita Gamankar throws down the gauntlet at AAA gaming. Uh, and without just getting bogged down into me reading uh, this great uh, uh, thing, basically what, what Janina was saying was all these independent developers that are coming out now are coming from AAA studios. So that's where they start. So these aren't like your what you would consider uh, your average independent gamer or your independent gaming creator, right? These are people who have a pedigree, if, if there is such a thing, they come from these big studios. They know how these big games are made, and they want to make a game their way and not in this cookie-cutter AAA style. Like, we talk about, like, we just talked about how um, Radical Heights is a knockoff of PUBG and Fortnite. Well, Janine has thrown down the gauntlet and said, hey, you guys need to watch out because there are these developers coming from AAA studios that are putting out these great games, why can't the AAA studios do this to begin with? That that these companies need to to basically step up or they're going to they're going to lose out on a, on on big markets. And I think that brings up a couple of different points and you can go and you can read this uh this this article from by Stephanie Chan at venturebeat.com. Uh Star Wars Battlefront 2's Janina Gavankar throws down the gauntlet to AAA gaming. Uh but I think that this brings up a couple of demographics that I think get left out. We kind of touched on this last week a little bit uh, with, with how Far Cry portrays conservatives. And it's not in a flattering light. Conservatives kind of get left out in the cold. Like I, like, I get that Hollywood leans left. Like, that's just popular culture right now. It's, it's easy to bag on conservatives. It's easy to bag on evangelicals. Yeah. Um, but why aren't they represented in these types of games? Like, look, I get you're not going to represent evangelicals uh, very well in a in a game that has basically lots of violence. Like, I get that. I understand that. But why can't you have an evangelical there saying in the game, hey, look, violence isn't always the answer. 
Like there are other ways to 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 figure out our problem. Why can't we have a conservative who doesn't have a hillbilly accent and isn't so gun obsessed that that's all they can think about or that they call Obama a libtard? Why can't we have these things? I think that at some point, I mean, the argument can be made that popular culture, uh, it, there's going to be a backlash to this at some point. Uh, why, why can't we start with the video games? Because I think they're missing, like, there's large sections of people that are getting left out. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And that's that's why one of the main people, video games persons I follow is Colin Moriarty, uh, previously of Kind of Funny, previously of IGN. And he is extremely conservative. And he has that voip, uh, viewpoint, and he's talked many, many times on the Joe Rogan show, um, a whole bunch of podcasts and forums and avenues that he has discussed that he's kind of targeted being a conservative in this very left industry. And I love his viewpoints. I love his contrasting ideas. He's an extremely intelligent person, and I highly suggest people follow him as well. Um, even if you don't agree with him, you can at least respect and see the point of view he's coming from. Um, I, I just think that the video game industry is is extremely left. Most of the creators are around or near California, and that's just kind of where they lie. Um, and I, I agree. It's unfortunate. Part of that is certainly with they're in an echo chamber for the most part. Yeah, but but their but their 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 clientele are certainly not, and I know they like to call us flyover country, but I, I and I follow this this gentleman uh, Colin at by, from your suggestion and uh, on Twitter, and he's very insightful, uh, very smart guy, and, and I think that it would help the industry to have differing points of view, uh, and maybe it can start a civil conversation that that maybe you know we're not having elsewhere that we probably should be having. Yeah, absolutely. C civil conversation. <laughs> civil. Keyword there, civil. Right. Like, I think that a lot of times conservatives and and uh, uh, progressives, if you will, uh, can't have civil conversations anymore. Yeah. I think and that's, that's one of the things I love about him because he gets just dogged all the time on Twitter, on his Facebook, even on on PlayStation. He gets dogged for being conservative and people will call him out on things. And he's like, cool, let's talk about this. Let's let's meet up on the Joe Rogan show. Let's um, have a discussion. Let's let's show this so that we, we actually have these conversations and people can see that and learn from it and take from it. But nobody's ever taken him up on it. Yet. Right. And that's just it. And I think that I mean, gamers, look, I don't want to talk about Gamergate. I can if people really want us to, but I would rather not. Uh, but I think if we have a video games that that cater to a, a wider swath of people uh, and are not just bashing the right and, and proclaiming the the virtues of the left or vice versa, but where we can say, OK, not everyone agrees with this and not everyone agrees with this. Let's have a game that, that starts a civil conversation. Maybe even that civil conversation happens within the context of the game. <laughs> How amazing would that be? That would be a pretty awesome. Right? I would be all for that. But that probably won't happen because everyone in this world is idiots. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> let's, let's... So just, just one last thing I want to bring up that I love about Janina. Um, she, a few months ago, started this uh, kind of online message board only for people in the game industry called The Forum. Um, and she, she wants it to be a safe place for creators and devs to actually share ideas and discuss game design and, and try to break this typical formula, try to try to break out from this far left idea and try to push the industry forward even more and try to stop with this just far left idea. Because I think I think Janina by herself is is pretty conservative, if I remember. Um, and she is a huge gamer. She loves it as a medium. She loves Star Wars. And uh, this this kind of whole backlash from Star Wars Battlefront is, is what prompted her to try to create this. So just props to her for trying to do that. And I, I think that she and a few other um, industry leaders are trying to change things. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. And she, she whether she's right, left, middle... 
up or down. I don't, it doesn't matter. Just the fact that she's trying to get right. fresh voices in there and like yeah. understanding, look guys, we're in an echo chamber. We need to, we need to kind of see what everyone else thinks. Like, let's get some fresh air in here, some fresh eyes, some fresh opinions. And that and, I, that's great. Kudos to her. <laughs> and, and, and part of that is because of all the kind of hate that creators and developers get when they share ideas. They, they don't have a place to actually talk about stuff. They do it on Twitter, on social media, and they get just ripped. blasted. Yep. So that's, I think this, again, is, this is cool. That's just the culture we live in. I mean, when mm-hmm. you're, when, look, when your president's out tweeting, then, <laughs> like that's just everyone's going to do it. It, 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 yeah. it is what it is. Uh, so enough about pop culture, enough about our culture in general. Uh, and let me just end uh, the, this segment with Janina, if you're listening. Love you. Love you. Don't worry about what I said about Nikki Bella, baby. It's all about you, Janina. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's talk about Terra. Terra! Free MMO on the PS4. Yep. Uh, it's free to play. There are microtransactions, but what free-to-play game doesn't have microtransactions? Right. Um, let's let's just let's just get into it. God, I don't even know. Let's talk. Let's talk about the story of Terra. I don't know I what don't this. Know what it is. I don't either. I I know that <laughs> Terra is terrible. So from from the beginning cutscene, there's some kind of island, and there's a new magic there, and that's where you start. And other than that, I don't really know where it goes. You you eventually Aren't go. Aren't you like to... max level? No, no, I'm not. What's max, max level, level in the game? Sixty or seventy? What what level are you? Fifty five? I'm fifty six. <laughs> How did you get to level fifty six without knowing what you were doing and why you were doing? All it? I do is it's stupid easy because you just go and do the main story stuff, and then there's all these um like it tells you in the menu of these like recommended things you do, but after level twenty or something like that, you just can start running dungeons very similar to Final Fantasy fourteen. And it is a stupid way to get experience super fast. You just do that. There are repeatable missions, and it gives you these tokens to redeem for high-level loot. Um, and that's that's all I did. Yeah, I just kept doing that. Cookie-cutter MMO is what it is. It is pretty cookie-cutter. I like the action combat style. But all right, well, let's talk about, that, let's talk about the gameplay. Cutter. Let's talk about the gameplay, because you like that. All right. What did you like yeah. about it? Because it did not feel... I'm going to be honest. It didn't feel like an MMO to me. It felt more. I don't want to say Look, I get when I say MMO and then I turn around and I say it felt like an RPG. <laughs> RPG <laughs> no, I, is in the MMO title. I get that. But it, it did. It felt like a single player RPG kind of feel. I, I get what you're saying. And it's it's an action RPG fighting system. It is not live action combat. What am I trying to say? It, it's it's. Real combat. You're not just there clicking yeah. buttons and waiting for cooldowns and occasionally moving aside like in Final Fantasy fourteen. It is a very active combat system where you are basically hacking and slashing away. And in my case, I was a lancer, and so I have this giant shield because I'm a tank. So I just sit there, and when I see the enemies are about to attack, I just pop up my shield and take it and keep going. Yeah, I, and maybe that was part of it because I'm like, this, is, this isn't an MMO. It feels like a regular game to me, hack and slash. Yeah, it, like, it doesn't feel like an MMO. It definitely has MMO-like tendencies, like the fetch quests and kill 10 monsters and things like that. Oh, no. um, oh, it, when you get into the dungeons, it does have the typical like tank and healer and damage dealer roles. Um, but pretty much every role can damage deal. Some are just better than others. And pretty much every role can what they call evade tank. They can just dodge roll out of the way. Yeah. Um, I think it's the Warriors. It's some why? class that has two swords. They're, they're really tank? good at evasion tanking. Yeah, why do you need a tank if you can just roll out of the way? Just, ugh, whatever. Well, the, the main thing about the tanks is that they draw all the aggro from the enemies. So they have taunts and things like that, and all the enemies will focus their attacks on them so that everyone else can kind of stand behind. They don't have to keep running around everywhere, so your ranged attackers can safely just pluck off damage-dealing abilities. Yeah, okay. Thanks for explaining uh let's talk <laughs> let's talk graphics the graphics for me were kind of meh, meh, yeah meh. i mean this game came out originally in 2013 maybe older than that it's yeah, been so it's around five for years a while old. but i mean if i'm going to compare it to like if we're going to talk about games that have been around for a while let's talk about uh final fantasy 14 i think final fantasy 14 graphics are 
miles beyond where Terra is. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think part of that's just because of Square Enix's engine. Sure. Um, Square Enix is a big company, and Terra was made by Blue Hole Blue? Studio. Yeah. And it, according to Wiki, Terra released uh, first in South Korea yeah, in January of 2011. You know so those Koreans, they love their grind fests. They do love their grind fest. And this is definitely a grind fest. It's definitely not as bad as it was a few years ago when I was playing on mm. PC, but it's still a grind fest. Yeah, let's, man, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about uh, character creation. So if I'm creating a woman character, which I did in this game, because it's a throwaway character, because I won't be playing this game again. Um, <laughs> I want her to be sexy. I want her to look sexy. And there's certainly the options for that. There are several races you can choose from, and you can choose male or female. Um, and you can choose the type of armor they wear, right? Like you can the, the starting outfit. It, it just shows you examples. You yeah. have to earn that as you're playing through. Right, but it gives you, like, you know. So it shows I, you what they look like at high level and medium level, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I chose one. I chose a human. Like, there's several different races. I chose human. She was, but there was no boob slider. Where's the boob slider? <laughs> really? You're going to ding it for not having a boob slider? I'm going to ding it for a lot of things, but the big one. Have you played Black Desert Online? Oh, that game is so terribly awful. <laughs> but it has a boob slider. It does have a boob slider. And a butt slider. Yeah, That's I did. Jam. Yeah, yeah. No, like Final Fantasy XIV needs a butt slider. Yeah, it does. Uh, let's rate this game. Garrick, what do you I think would probably game? give it around like a 7.5. <laughs> good God. It's it's a good port. Not a great game, but I think it's a good good MMO, especially for being free. There you go. For free MMO. I, I give it a 5. Point two seven three. I, it's not good. It's just not good. I wouldn't recommend you just don't it. Care. Yeah, I guess. I don't. Maybe that's it. Maybe I just didn't care because I'm like this game. It just didn't grab me by the cojones and pull me into it. Nope, it I'm, didn't. I'm, I, I think part of that as well is finding a class that works for you. Because I remember the first time I played this and I went through all the classes yeah. and finding one that actually clicks is really important but I'm always for a, me i'm I always have to a have damage a dealer i'm always a dps i always want and i always want range dps i want to be you know i want to be that that black mage i am mr crowley i have to be i have to be that 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 warlock that black mage yep. like you know yeah did i talk what, to what the I dead do, or did what i, I do not? Like about the range classes that they almost feel like third person shooters in Terra. yeah i just didn't care for it no. Did, did not enough. care for it. But there, I mean, if you're looking for an MMO, Hyra plays it on our Discord. Hyra plays this game, and she was talking about how she's whatever level. I didn't even get that. Like, whatever. <laughs> what, what I don't like about this, one of its biggest faults, is that a couple of the character classes are locked behind certain genders. And I, I hate that. Certain genders and certain races. The brawler can only be a female human. That's sexy. And the reaper can only be the Ellen which are these small, like, 10-year-old-looking yeah. oh. girls that oh. are overly sexualized during thongs. Yeah, that really was disturbing. weird. Like, that just creeped me out for a minute. I'm like, Lollafells are bad enough in Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, but they're not sexualized. No. These were, like, I was, I, yeah, no. The you want a bunny girl? You want a kitty girl? Good news. They're 10 years old. Mm. Look like it. Gross. They, they get away from, from any of stuff like that because apparently they're kind of like like elves where they live like hundreds of years. Yeah, I don't care. So the, this gross. little 10-year-old looking girl you're playing is actually 300 years old. Yeah, you know what? And if that elf disturbing. looked like Liv Tyler in Lord of the Rings, then I'm all about it. <laughs> but it doesn't. You and just all these actors, oh. actresses right now. Nikki Bella at the beginning of the show. I blame her for being single again. And if you're, if you're confused on which of the Bella Twins Nikki Bella is, she's the one with the boob job. Uh, let's talk about God. DC Universe Online. John Cena had she got a, that real-life boob slider. He, he, yeah, she did. Uh, John Cena and his plethora of money paid him, him for himself to have some fun bags for a while. I apologize. That was sexist of me. All right. I, I don't apologize. Let's talk about DC Universe Online. Speaking of fun bags, they do have a boob slider. They do. It's amazing. I like here. I, I'm just gonna say it. I like it. I like DC Universe Online. I I dig it. I probably won't be deleting it. I may not spend a lot of time in it, but I can see myself playing that when when I have some time. 
Uh, let's... I liked it 15 years ago when oh, it first came out. Sure. God, it didn't come out 15 years ago. It no, came well out have. seven years ago. Looks like it came out 15 years ago. It's, the graphics it's are worse the, than Terra. It's on the Unreal Engine. It's not, not that bad. It's bad. You can fly around in this game if you choose a flyer. And it looks bad. It doesn't look bad. It looks pretty bad. This game has been around for. I want. I just. I, I want to repeat this. This game has been around for seven years. Seventeen years. No, seven. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's been around longer than that. It has not. Initial release date January 11th, 2011. All right. It came out the same time as Terra, and Terra looks better. It doesn't look better. <laughs> so, what's the story of DC Universe Online Crowley? Uh, so, Lex Luthor has come from the future because he screwed everything up and Brainiac took over the uh, Earth. And so, Luthor stole something from Brainiac that turns everybody into metahumans. <laughs> like that, so, now there's a bunch of superheroes running around and all the superheroes running around are helping the Justice League, uh, you know, do get rid of Brainiac. That's the initial... Or- the villains. Yeah, or the villains. I didn't play a villain. You could who, be either. Who plays a villain? I played a villain. Of course you did. What'd you name your villain? Uh, her name is Cassandra. Oh, that's not even a villainous name. No, it's not. Her name might be Miss Cassandra. I don't remember. <laughs> but Cass- What are you, dominatrix? She looks like one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Cassandra. She she goes around. She's a support role, so actually she does go around whipping and people. Does she's got? Does she have a whip? People down. Nice. No. Oh, oh. Is she wearing like like high heels, like stilettos, and yeah, she's wearing she's wearing stilettos. She's wearing a like a, a bodice corset kind of thing. Of course, lace. she is. Not lace. Um, I don't want to uh, hear anybody emailing me. I don't want to read laces. emails. I don't want phone calls like calling me up. a sexist. Because of all the things I said about the attractiveness of certain women, Nikki Bella. And a thong. Janina. I don't want to hear it because Garrick actually made a sexist character. I did not make a sexist character. And he plays okay. with her. I, I do play with her. <laughs> Good God. Uh, let's, 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 I don't even know where to go at this point with this. Well, we talked about the story. We talked about graphics. Let's talk um, about, no, creation. you talked about graphics and how bad they were. This is the yeah, only stylized graphics game that I liked out of all right. the games we've played that have been stylized graphics. Star Wars, The Old Republic, Seaman Thieves. This one, I'm like, I don't mind it because it makes sense. You're playing a comic book character. You get to create your own comic book character. There are boob sliders for you to create your own comic book character. Power Girl, I'm looking at you. And if you don't understand that joke, you might need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Power Girl has huge boobs, and it's kind of a joke. Uh, Does she date John Cena? <laughs> she might date John Cena. I don't know. <laughs> uh, she might date him now. Unless I don't know. Normal people can't see John Cena. I would imagine. Sure. Power Girl versus Power Nikki Girl. Bell. Power Girl wins. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, this is not a would you rather. This is a let's let's talk about the graphics. The graphics are not right. as bad as you're saying. They were pretty bad, though. Especially for stylized graphics. No. Stop saying that. Stop it. Stop. You're going to make me cry. They're good. good. They're good graphics. If you're seven, whatever, I can't, I can't even with you, Cab Junior. Uh, let's talk about the gameplay. This feels like an MMO. This feels like an MMO. There are cooldowns. There are multiple things you can do. You, the roles are clearly defined. You can't just be an evasion tank. Like you're, you're an actual tank. Um, the you can go into instances by yourself. You can go into instances. There are instances you can go in with others at higher levels. Uh, this game's it's just fun. And let's talk about just the longevity of it. Seven years, it's still around, and it's doing pretty well. They keep putting out new episodes. Yeah, so is Terra. Oh, when was the last time Terra had a content update? Uh, like I don't care. Ago? I don't care. <laughs> See, I got you off, so it doesn't happen. Yeah, but at least their content updates are free, whereas DC Universe Online, you have to pay for them. Hey, look, some content's behind a paywall, and some content isn't. I haven't got to the point where I need to pay for content yet because I'm really taking my time and going real slow because I'd rather play Far Cry. What level are you? 
What's does it matter? What level are you? Why does it matter? Why why do we have to label I'm, everything with levels? I'm level eighteen. What level are you? There's no reason to put levels on this game. Uh, so what you're saying is, is that I've played this game longer than you and have a, a more oh, no I played this more game. trustworthy opinion. I played this game years ago, and I so got did I to, to, to quite a bit love back level. on PS3. Yeah, I, I played it for a while on PS3. Uh, let's let's rate this game, Derek. What do you rate this game? Five. God, why? Why are you? You just you do this out of spite. Would have been higher, yes, but you gave Terra a five, so this one gets a five. You know what? Then fine. I'm gonna give this one a seven and a half. Suck it, Dodge. <laughs> well, just, I Fair enough. Do, I don't understand why you have to be mean. Terra's awful. This game isn't. Which, Whatever. Which, Differing opinions. That's why we co. Which one? Which one? Which one do you, would you rather play? Tara. Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. I, I need a new co-host. I need a break from this podcast. <laughs> Good God. I'll just, All right, fine. Let me ask you this. Let me let me just let me let me throw this out there. Why okay. are both why have both of these games stayed around as long as they have? Like when you even in the world of MMOs, wow excluded. In the world of MMOs, seven years is a long time. No, yeah. So why have both of these games flourished to the point where like DC universe online is on both the PS three and the PS four. What, what, what is it about these games that people enjoy? I mean, I think they're both different. Don't you, don't you think that each one has its own set of its own set of, of criteria that make each one fun for different gamers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think DC Universe Online has stuck around so long because there aren't any other superhero games. There was, what, Heroes Online and Villains Online or something like that? I think yeah, um, and I think Champions Online is still a thing. And Champions Online, that's right. Are, yeah. Is that still going? I don't. Dude, I don't know. Because Cryptic bought it. So I don't. It's like playing Star Trek Online. It's like, meh. Right. If it is still going, it doesn't have the support that DC Universe Online sees, and it's not actually licensed. This is DC. Batman, Superman, Joker, they're all in it. Whereas Champions Online, they're just you know, superheroes. They, they wish they were DC or Marvel. I'll so, tell you what which, what. which character creation did you have most fun with? Like let, let, Let's just answer that and answer it honestly. Which one I had more fun with? Yeah. DC Universe Online. Absolutely. Right, yeah. The, the character and creation in Terra is not terrible, but it's <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's not. It's certainly not up to the level of of DC Universe Online, where there's so much customization. Your color scheme, your outfit, your superhero outfit, your your. your it took me literally longer to find a name that wasn't taken <laughs> than it was to actually create my my character. Yeah, I think part of the fun, everyone wants to to be their own superhero. Everyone wants to have, you know, superpowers. And so this game lets you make a DC superhero and customize them and show off their abilities and create a color scheme for their outfits. And there's a ton of different outfits to put them through. So you can make them look cyberpunky. You can make them look like a robot. You can make them look like an undead zombie. You can make them look like just a normal human. Um, I think a lot of the fun of the character creation is making a superhero that actually seems like it would be as part of a comic. Yep. I agree. And I always give them my, my, my own little backstory in my head. Well, that's, that's okay. You don't do that. We'll we'll talk about that later off air. Let's talk about Mad Max. This is a free. Do you have a, do you have a therapist you see Crowley? I wish I did. (laughs) I, I, the only person I talk to every week consistently besides my wife is you, Garrick. So I guess you're kind of like my therapist, man. That that's frightening <laughs> for you, not so much for me. Uh, let's talk about uh, the PS Plus game. It's free for the PS Plus members. Mad Max. Now, Mad this, Max. This game came out a few years ago, and 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 your boy Colin that you were, were referring to earlier actually said he tweeted out that you should play this game because it didn't get the credit it deserved at the time. Yeah, this this came out right before the Mad Max movie, what Road Rage or something. I don't know, whatever the one Charlie's Theron's in. Yeah, whatever that is. It came out right before. A lot of people thought that it was tied in. Um, I, I think it it kind of stumbled in the beginning because of poor marketing, that it wasn't a tie into the movie. Um, maybe it should have been more closely related, and it came out way months ahead of Mad Max. I think it came out like the the month. 
if it came out the month after the Mad Max movie came out, it probably would have done a lot better. Maybe, maybe not. <sighs> Let's talk about this the game s- came out like in June or something. Story of this game. You're, the story? Yeah, I don't know what the story is. You're you're in a post-apocalyptic world, and there's cars, and there's bad guys, and you need fuel. Yeah, good job. Okay, next. <sighs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I think the, the main story is that you're driving. You have your your car from the Mad Max movies, and it gets busted up or something, yeah, so and so you're trying stuff. to piece yeah. piece it back together and build better yeah, cars. Dumb. Uh, let's talk about the mechanics of this game. Because I couldn't figure out, is it a driving game? Yes. Is it a combat game? Yes. Is it a third-person shooter? Yes. Okay, so we have established that this game has more issues than I do. <laughs> yep, it definitely has uh, conflicting genres. Um, the the driving part is, is you know cool. It's adequate. What I like is that you uh, can actually kind of like, slow down time and, and aim at other cars and pull off like their wheels and pull off their um, doors and things like that and destroy the car. Ran Turismo Sports a better driving game. Um, yes. Just admit okay. it. Just admit it is. It. Okay. It is. Uh, combat in this game is, man, I'm going to use this word a lot for this game. It's clunky. It is yeah. very, very clunky. It feels unwieldy. It feels heavy. It feels awful. It, it, it it took inspiration from the Batman Arkham games. It has a very, very similar combat system, but and it failed so dumbed down is not even. I can't say how dumbed down this is without sounding politically incorrect. It's bad. It is, oh man, it is. If there's a spectrum, it's on the very end of that spectrum. It is heavily. Wow. It's bad. It is awful. It is terrible. In a way, like it's just not good. <sighs> no, it's it's not. Every time I was forced to go on foot and have that that hand to hand combat, it was the worst part of the game. It because it's so slow and it's so easy. Yeah. And it's just uh third person shooter. It, it fails at that too. It feels. Yeah. Again, clunky, unwieldy. It feels slow. It feels forced. I feel like they they started out making a driving game and then realized we have this big giant world. What else are we gonna do in it? Like you can't just drive around all the time. And they just they kind of threw stuff in willy nilly, and they didn't do a good job at doing it. So, but that's my personal opinion. On the mechanics. I don't know. Garrick, do you agree, disagree? I mean, it kind of sounds like you agree, but do you do you agree to the to the level that I take it? I, I agree to a certain extent. Um, I, I bet that they had an idea to have all these incorporated in the game, the car combat, the hand combat, because they took inspiration from the movies, obviously. But I just don't think that they pulled it off very well. Maybe they got split, you know, going too many directions, and they couldn't fine-tune any one of the the combat systems in the game. So I just think they were spread out too thin when they were designing it. Yeah, let's talk about the graphics. They don't look bad. No, they don't look bad. They're not fantastic. They're no Horizon Zero Dawn, but No. No, but this was a, this this game's a couple of years old. Yeah, it but, came came out the first year of PlayStation, I think. Yeah. So is it good you could say it was good for that time. It was good for the time. Yeah. It tra- it still translates a decent, but the problem that I that I run into with this game is is the animations. Oh, the animations! They're just off. Like that's the only way I can really explain it. They just look off. The way your guy walks looks off. The way he fights looks off. The way he shoots looks <laughs> off. It just doesn't. It doesn't look right it doesn't look correct it looks weird yeah it, in a in a time now where we're so used to motion capture stuff like almost every video game is motion capped um i i don't think they had any mocap for this and it definitely looks like they were just designing the characters and programming them to walk like a ps2 game oh it looks like an ape walking <laughs> maybe they designed it after ape escape i don't know it's awful it's just bad 
So the, the 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 controls are simple enough. Like if you if you want to beat the game, you won't have a hard time beating the game. I don't think. I I don't care to beat the game. If you're interested in the story, have at it. Like the fighting is easy, the shooting is simple, and the driving is you just kind of point yourself in the direction you want to go. There's certainly no real physics, and the physics that they put into the game, they're not good. No. So I guess it's okay. It's just everything's clunky the fighting is clunky the driving is clunky it's just ugh, i don't know uh Eric, rate this game rate it i give it i don't know man would you rather play this or dc universe that's the question that i have for you this or dc universe D- dc universe but barely so i'm gonna give this like a 4.5 <laughs> there you go uh yeah i'm gonna give it a five it, it's it's i'd rather play terra <laughs> Ow. yeah i'd rather play grand trizzo sport that's what i'd rather play i mean if you're really in the mood for a driving game pick that up Ugh. or go play something good like project cars 2 yeah don't play that i don't even know what that is so a couple of programming notes before we uh, get out of here uh the next couple of weeks i will be gone i will be on vacation with my family i will be enjoying it and i will have nothing to do with this podcast nothing zero. that's right i'm kicking him off yeah this is now garrick's baby for the next two weeks but when i come back you're all in deep trouble i don't we'll know see. We'll see if i haven't won over the entire audience by then you know what if our audience membership shoots up in the two weeks that i'm gone i'm just gonna pretend that cab has downloaded every episode uh, a thousand times that's what i'm gonna pretend happened cab it's on you now please download both episodes a thousand times get good scrubs uh that's the show uh as always if you have any comments questions complaints uh send them to badgamerspodcast at gmail.com uh you can always uh call us as well discord's there come hang out have fun uh so garrick enjoy my time away sir oh god i will are you serious? I mean, you have fun. Yeah, thanks. Are you seriously going to talk about God of War and Yakuza 6? Yeah, I am. God, God of War, the reviews that are coming out for it, it's getting perfect scores. I'm so excited for this game. Okay. Look. And Yakuza 6 is, is a story of an ex-Yakuza guy who's carrying around a little baby, and I have a little baby, and it'll be like, he's my dad? Wait, that makes no sense. <sighs> well, you're all going to get a God of War boner, just like Gary. Yeah, you will. I'll see you in two weeks. Garrick will see you next time.